that childhood nostalgia as the foundation and kind of, you know, being really creative and thinking out of the box and, and kind of being like, well, where can we take this and what can we do now as adults? Because it's like, we're adults now. We can, you know, we can do what we want. Yeah. This podcast is a walk in the life of entrepreneurship. We will interview people from all walks of life, but have one thing in common. They have taken risks, went against the grain, and rose to the occasion to thrive in their purpose. This podcast will be a source of knowledge, inspiration, and proof that greatness can be born from the ground up. From the ground up. From the ground up. What's going on, everybody? This is the Ground Up Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron, and this is... Keisha Rock. And this is episode 23 and today, <laughs> 23, 23, and today we have Andrea Johnson, solo owner and marshmallower, owner of Carmeletta's Confections. Hey, Andrea. Yeah, I can't believe, <clears throat> I cannot get that word right. Marshmallower, marshmallower, say it for me. I know, it's like, it, I feel like it's a made up word. So it, it's like, I don't know if there's a right way to say it or not. Marshmallower, marshmallower. I know. love it. I have to start with, I was for sure your name was Carmelita. So I even think, oh, yeah. I, I even think when I reached out to you, I was like, hey, Carmelita. So you have to tell <laughs> us what the name, like what inspired the name of your business? So the name Carmelita comes from my daughter. We call her that. Her name is Karma. Gotcha. And so, yeah, so she's, we've called her Carmelita since she was really little, hence the yeah. Lita part of it. And so it's, it's something. Because Lita's like little girl. Now. Yeah, it's like, we we stuck with it. She's 12. That's it. This okay. Because I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I, I addressed you as Carmelita, but now it all makes sense. I got you. I got you. So what inspired Carmelita's confections? What inspired, so why marshmallow? Yeah, why? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that is like the number one question and yeah. it really all goes back to my daughter which is why I named the company for her essentially it's just you know she's she has a nut allergy a seafood allergy my brother has a nut allergy and I as a baker you know I'm always looking for ways to even include her and things like that and you know like I said she's 12 now but like growing up her growing up and even myself growing up it was such like a taboo thing the nut allergy thing and so it was I know, like I don't remember that like cross-contamination fear I don't even is think today like I don't think the kids can bring like candy to school like for like Valentine's Day and stuff you know when we were little we could do all that yeah you pass everything around <laughs> the cupcakes for your birthday yeah. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> none of that anymore but yeah I it, it's definitely evolved and changed and so it was kind of like getting on that wave of like giving somebody or other people opportunity to indulge in something and they don't have to be concerned about um contamination of like nut products and stuff right so were you just looking at recipes and you were like oh marshmallows yep so when <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was that simple <laughs> it, it, it was it was kind of like um, when my daughter was in pre-K, you know, it's like, yeah, you can't really send food and stuff to school, but she went to pre-K through a church. Okay. And so they were a little bit more lenient on rules and they knew like yeah. the kids were bringing their own food and they knew they had kids with nut allergies and stuff. But that was like the prime, like 
mommying years for real, where it was just like, I'm going to sign up for everything and we're going to do this and it's pre-K, it's fun. You know, you're getting, getting out of the house. And so it was like, what can we make for gifts and stuff like that? You know, cause at the time I wasn't working. Um, I think I had maybe just started working. Um, and so it was like, I mean, these gifts is going to be made. Like that was always my thing. Like I might not be able to buy you something but But i can make you something something. (laughs) so that's kind of where yeah yeah where'd the mindset to turn it into a business come from though um it came from i'd always wanted to do like baking professionally it was one of those things that like growing up it's like you can't really do that for a living like what like, what do you mean? You yeah. want to, you want to bake things? You want to sell like baked goods? I'd always been interested in food, always loved baking. And I just really was like trying to find a way to do that. And it just seemed so like, not really, not necessarily oversaturated. Like, I don't want to use that word, but in a way it felt like, where am I going to fit into like an industry that people are already doing it. And then it was like, well, let me just dabble here and there, you know, making cakes, making cupcakes. And then I realized like, I don't want to make cakes. (laughs) (laughs) I started telling people like, I mean, I'm doing this and it's fun and all, but like, I don't, if I ever had my own bakery, I'm paying somebody else to make cake. (laughs) See, I love food. I'm a foodie and it's obvious, but, and I love, but I'm, and I like to cook, but I'm not a baker. I feel like a baking takes, um, it's a specialty, yeah, you know, nice. and I don't have that because I'm a cook that doesn't measure and you got to be precise when you bake. Yep, it is. It's, and that's like the marshmallows, it kind of appeals to the science nerd in me. Gotcha. So it's like, it's, there's a little bit of that and also the creativity and the freedom to do it. So it was like, I stumbled across the marshmallow recipe and was just kind of like, oh, okay, like, let me try it. And, you know, it was, fun it was sticky it was a mess and you know we loved doing it hated cleaning it up but and then it was just kind of like I used that I used that and created another dessert with it which is the s'mores bar okay I was and that was something popular that like marshmallow yeah. is that yes. it yeah. so that I tell people all the time that's like my favorite child I know oh. you're not supposed to have one but that <laughs> was the one that started everything yeah, <laughs> it was. I was like surprised by how well that was received and how much people yeah. liked it. I think also what's so, so I was like, just like, I think what's so like um, drawing or unique or like what draws you to your business that it, it, it reminds you of your childhood a little bit. Like I remember making like homemade rice krispie yeah. treats and like just it, it's kind of nostalgic yeah. for me when I think of you know your business. Yeah, and it, it was like that first like foray into the marshmallow making was kind of like, oh, this is fun. Like I legitimately have a photo of myself and my cousins and my brother sitting on like my uncle's stoop and my cousin and myself are in the back. I think it's on my Instagram, but like we are covered in marshmallow, like on our fingers, on our face. And it was just kind of like, I remember just sitting there and pulling it apart. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's crazy because I have those like, I have those same memories. I mean, I'm not with your family, but, <laughs> but I have those same yeah. memories of like, you know, eating it and like pulling it apart and my fingers getting sticky. Yes. So yeah, that's so yes. funny. Yeah, I think that it was, and it, like, it's really going to keep back. You know? Yeah. So what's something that you're doing to grow your business? 
Um, right now, just trying to really explore the retail avenue, like with a lot of local grocery stores and um, like online gift shops and virtual markets yeah. and stuff like that. It's kind of been the, the main focus coming into this year is that, you know, that retail space and right. trying to get into other avenues where people, you know, don't really see you much. It's yeah. kind of like exploring you, those other um, places. You attend like pop-ups, right? Because that's a great place to sell products. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So the pop-ups, it's kind of like, and it's weird because I always tell myself like, like being around a whole lot, like some, my very first market, I was like, oh, this is a lot. <laughs> like I felt like drained. Well, tell me about it. it. Like, yeah, what is it like? Like in a like small business yeah, so it was like just the interaction and like, you know, I mean, I've worked plenty of retail. So it's not something that I'm a stranger to and just I, and I'm very I think I'm a very much a people person. Um, but it was just kind of like, whoa, like there are a lot of people in here. I think my very first market was the brunch market. Okay. Um, and so it was kind of just like a lot of planning and putting it together and really guessing. Cause it was like, I hadn't really done one before. I've only been to uh, markets and pop-ups. And so it was kind of like, it went really well. And I was genuinely shocked about the amount of like positive comments and feedback that I got because in the beginning at like the whole rebranding and like turning it into Carmelitas and the whole inception of the marshmallow thing. So many people were like, I don't like marshmallows. Oh, I don't know. Like, and it was, and these are like people close to me. Yeah. Like my, my best friend was like, ah. and I was just like, was whoa, like that's whoa, whoa. encouraging guys. <laughs> oh, man, I got yeah, it. Was just, okay. I mean, I'm proud to say that like, we've changed some minds and like, people are now like editing their statements and they're being like, you know, I like toasted marshmallows or I like the fact that they melt down in my hot chocolate or my coffee, but like, and I'm just like, okay, we baby steps. That's fine. Right. I'm going to be honest with you, Andre. I'm going to be honest. When I think of marshmallows before I checked, checked you out, I just thought s'mores, you know, I thought that's what I used them for. But then I saw on your Instagram, like the marshmallows and the hot chocolate. I'm like, oh yeah, that did used to be really good when I was a child, but yours looked more amazing than that. Like, so I I see, but you're, you're making it more desirable. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, using that that childhood nostalgia as the foundation and kind of, you know, being really creative and thinking out of the box and, and kind of being like, well, where can we take this and what can we do now as adults? Because it's like, we're adults now. We can kind of, you know, we can do what we want. Yeah. Right. But we still want to enjoy some like right. But it's like, but we still want to be able to enjoy something. We still want to be able to share moments with our kids and our loved ones and stuff. So it's, it's all of that is kind of... Um, what I'm aiming towards, you know, appealing to. All right. So you discover that, you know, you love making marshmallows. You decide you want to turn this into a business. You then do you start doing the pop-up shows or what was the next steps after that? The, it was like, all right, need a logo. And thankfully my, my best friend's niece, um, is a very, very talented artist. Um, and she's up in Boston at school right now at an art school. Um, but she basically took my like rough sketch and turned it into my logo. And that was kind of like the first thing I did when I realized that was what I wanted to do. I sat down with my daughter and we kind of created the, the logo and the look of it and 
she's she and I are both very much into anime and she's into all of that stuff so it's like she wanted something very cutesy and kawaii kind of stuff and so that was like what led us in that direction so it was really fun to kind of like explore all of those options but it was still very much like an idea right and so then it turned into like well you know taking stuff to my coworkers, letting people try stuff fighting that same fight of like I don't like mar- marshmallows well try this anyway let me know what you think and then it really just became like following people on social media, asking other small business owners questions and utilizing like the connections that I had already made. I have some really good connections and friendships with um, other people in the event space, like makeup artists and things like that. And I have one good friend. She has been like every venture I've done, she's always like supported. And she's one of those people, it's like, we may not talk all the time and we use social media very heavily to keep in touch with each other, but she's always there to support. And so, and she also has a nut allergy. Everybody needs a friend like that. Let's just put that out there. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. She, she always shows up. And so I kind of was able to utilize her as an outside source, like not family, not, you know, people seeing me actually doing things to get her feedback and um, her using her influence also. And So then it kind of became like, well, what do I do to like get into these pop-ups and these markets? And it literally became like following these pages and finding out when they're going to happen, finding out when they're going to post about it. And oh, like going way- Social media. Yes, absolutely. Going way back and being like a creep in people's feeds and (laughs) things like, okay. That's how you develop those relationships. That's how you decide. That's how you, you learn and you learn your community. It's so, I mean, you, yes, we have to be out there, but we're in times of COVID, you know? So it's more important that we're in tuned in social media. Social media. Yes. Yes. It's a, it is a big help. And so it was like going through and finding like, oh, okay, this is the process. Like, oh, these people usually post when vendor applications are open. These people will, you know, put it in their stories and, kind of figuring it out like that or and going into like past markets and seeing what requirements were to make sure I like I had everything in line for certain things and I knew there were certain markets I couldn't do right away and I knew that there were some so that gave me like a goal to work towards so it was just like well let me get into these and do this maybe and so it was like a lot of literally stalking on social media (laughs) of trying to figure out how those things work and then being able to like you know, submit a couple of applications. And that's how I ended up, you know, with the brunch market. And I was just like, well, I've been a fan of them forever before I had even rebranded. So it just, it worked out. Call that favor. (laughs) How long have you been doing this? Um, a little over a year. So I rebranded in the fall of 2019. Okay. And so it was kind of just like, you know, playing around and, you know, rebranding and just kind of posting images and pictures and doing stuff for Christmas and, you know, not really like diving headfirst into it because it was like, I kind of already had a lot of stuff going on and because I'm a December baby also. So it was like, I had a trip planned. I have other stuff, you know, and family and Christmas and everything. So it was just like, well, just rebrand and test the waters and, you know, try to be relevant in people's minds and post on social media. And then in January was like, okay, that was the the first brand, the market was um in February. So it was just like, all right. And then so, and then COVID hit and everything went. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I was going to ask. So, um, well, I actually want to know at what point did you realize that you had created a business? I will say after that brunch market, because I was able to talk and meet with so many other small businesses and, and vendors and realizing that like, oh, okay, I think I do, you know, have something because it was something my mom had told me, you know, when I was talking to her about the rebranding and wanting to do like a nut free thing. And she was just like, you really need one good thing. And I was just kind of like, okay. And like, it didn't, I was, you know, okay, mom. And then it was just kind of like, she was absolutely right. And you know, the amount of like, I've never seen this before. And oh my God, I, who would have thought? And that was kind of like a, okay, like, I feel like I can do this. And then um, just kind of being able to reach out and having my name brought up in rooms and in conversations by other people was kind oh. of when I was just like, oh, wow. I'm doing something. So that's like, yeah. And that was when it was just kind of like, okay. And I mean, even with COVID going on, it was just like, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> so it was like by the time the summer had rolled around, it was like, okay, garnered a, a little bit of interest and, you know, everything else. And I'm, I'm very much a product of like, I feel like, um, things kind of just fell into place and worked out. Cause it's like, unfortunately with all of like the chaos and stuff going on in the country and, and with COVID and with, you know, shootings and police brutality and everything else, it's like, that has definitely, you know, shifted the way we look at each other in a business sense also. Right. See that. And so it was able, you know, I was able to kind of, benefit from that in that you know that was the time when people were like well we're gonna start shopping you know, that, supporting something local and we're gonna you know and and that really kind of is it was like well you know well what about these people and what about this person over here and what about this business and then yeah. it kind of just you know with with the stalking that I was doing you know and I'm just like I'm down for anything at this like yeah if, if as long as our beliefs align Right. And, and, you know, I like what y'all are doing and you all are, you know, willing to have me and everything else. Like, yeah, let's go for it. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, I love that because it shows the power of social media it also shows the power of the people when we do right. finally come together and we do have some change it does benefit it, like I do see more people shopping local more people supporting black businesses more people supporting queer businesses, you know, it's a it's we're being intentional now right yeah being very intentional with our dollars and just kind of with you know loving on each other and being yeah. like you know what I and might not have but <laughs> I think I'm going to now and right, like, right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for that I'm here for that yes well you had mentioned to me off mic oh. that you were going from full-time to part-time with your full-time business I mean full-time job yes is that um, because of anything because of progressing? <laughs> it's kind of like a compilation of things, but that is definitely in there. So I work full time. I work um, in the medical profession. I work in, in the lab. Nice. Um, and so I was working full time in a doctor's office. Um, and then just with 
virtual school kind of like wreaking havoc over my middle schooler and myself. And I was just like, oh, I'm not built for this. Like <laughs> we need to figure something out, um, you know, and just, and having to deal with uh, what to do as a parent in, in those kind of situations of like, well, what do I do? Like, do I leave my kid home? Like, I can't really send her to a lot of places because she's a middle schooler. And so then it's just like, well, when, when is it appropriate to like, you know, start giving your child more freedoms and, and letting them stay home and those kind of things you have to battle with as a parent and mommy guilt always reigns supreme. Yes, it does. In those, in those areas. <laughs> so it's like, okay, well, we got to think about what we're going to do. And so I had thought in my mind, like at the beginning of the school year, I was just like, I feel like one day I'm going to have to go part-time and I'm going to have to do something else. Um, but I knew that I didn't want to step down completely because I was just like, oh, I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> um, and then it was it was also like, uh, I don't know if, if that's the right move. Like, I don't know if we can if we can really justify that with, you know, the way things are going. And, you know, it's like business is, is going and it's, it's going in the right direction. But it's just like, is it enough? And so then it kind of just became like, I ah, forget it. We're going to have to make it enough. And love so that. that's, what, that's what we're doing. So it's like you know, it was, it was very much like, she's always first in my decision. And so it was like, well, that's what kind of led the charge, but close behind it was the fact that I knew that I want my business to be my business. And I want that to be something that I can pass along and instill. And, you know, we joke about it all the time. because She's like, will I be able to work in the bakery? And I'm like, you might not even want to work with me. You're going to be a teenager. You're going to have all your little friends. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is something that it's like, if I can at least instill like, hey, it's it's possible. It is absolutely possible. And I see so many other people making it work because they have to. And so it's like, well, why not? What makes it any different? Yeah, because that's deep. I mean, your daughter wanting to be a part of it at this young age, like, Cause, cause that's, that's, that's a deep message there. That shows you're leaving an impression. Yeah. Yeah, And that's what I hope it's like, okay. You know, my mom left a a very strong impression on me when I was in middle school, she um, applied to law school. Wow. And so when I entered ninth grade, yep. She, she went to Ohio of all places and went to law school and my brother and I, we went and lived with my, lived with our dad for the three years that it took her to finish and graduate law school. And it was just kind of like, wow, like I never would have thought, you know, my best friend's mother has gone back to school numerous times in our, in our adulthood and got multiple degrees. And I'm just kind of like, you know what? (laughs) I know. And I love that. I love seeing people do things that's um, not expected. You know, it's out of the ordinary because it's, you know, they give us this, frame of when things should be done throughout our life yeah so the fact that you know she did that at I'm not sure I don't know how old she was but at that point (laughs) in her life you know and you could see your mom was doing big things she was taking risks and she was going out there and being great and here you are doing duplicating that what you saw and it was it was almost like something that I did and I didn't think about it until recently like wow like they you know you talk about like breaking generational curses and you know, like kind of just how things almost become, you're a product of your environment. And it's like, while there are obviously some negative things and things you have to learn and navigate and and learn how to deal with and grow past, it was also like, I didn't realize that that was something else that I had kind of 
and inherited from her. And it was just, right. just by seeing her do it. That's beautiful. <laughs> so, I mean, this guy can't I feel like you just answered this question, but what are you most proud of since starting the business? Um, I would say if I had to choose one, it was really just like being able to enter into the retail space because it was one thing that I wasn't sure really how to do. And it was one of the things that I stumbled across very early on when I was doing all that Instagram stalking and finding markets and stuff and finding other small businesses and, you know, networking and and making friends in this, you know, RVA small business space and seeing like, what do you mean you have your stuff in a grocery store? Like (laughs) learning from each other. Yeah. And like what I, what I've seen by interviewing a lot of you all is that y'all do it, it, it's, intertwined, it's intertwined and yeah. the love is there and the support is there. And, um, you guys use, use each other's resources. And that's- yeah. I've had so many people willingly offer me information and it's just kind of like mind blowing every time to me, like the kindness of almost strangers. It's like, it literally blows my mind. And it's just kind of like, wow. Like I, kind of operate in that way anyway, just because that's how I was raised. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know, they tell you all the time, like you can't expect people to treat you the way oh, you treat others. Girl, I talk about it all the time. <laughs> she does. So it's like, and that's a lesson that at 35, I'm still trying to learn. So it's like, it's, it's always shocking to me when I find that people are like really willing to just help out yeah, and not want anything in return. And it's just kind of like, wait a minute. Yeah. And so it's like, I, you know, it's a full circle moment. It is. And that's a, that's a true goal. And like in our mission for this podcast is we want to unite and and bridge a gap and bring resources to these small business owners and and people who want to be small business owners or business owners in general, people who want need that inspiration and know that it's possible. Absolutely. It's possible. It's one of those things I had a, um, one of my friends, uh, RJ is like my, my unofficial business partner. He, um, he showed me a video, um, very, very early on. And it was about stop waiting for things to be perfect Mm -hmm. to make a move. And it's like, I will, I will never forget it because I have the tendency to do that. And that's what I was doing. I was kind of like, well, I want to get this in order first and I want to do this and do that. And it's like, then you never start. Right. And he was just like, while you're trying to make something perfect, somebody who's not even the best at it has come in and, and took your face yep. and, you know, found a way to make it work for them. And it's just kind of like, you know what? <laughs> Absolutely right. You better do something. You better act. <laughs> do it yep. without confidence. That's something that I want the, our listeners to really embody in 2021. You don't need confidence to do it. Just do it. It'll come. Every It'll small come. win. Every small one. Yep. All right, Andrea, where can we buy your products? Okay. So um, locally right now, I have products at Little House Green Grocery in the North Side. Nice. Um, They are also at Ashland Meat Market up in Ashland. Okay. Um, And currently working on getting into some like online retail spaces um Shelly's gift shop we we're working on that and then also right now yeah I love her and then um the RVA makers market right now is is she started 
Marie started the, the market kind of during Christmas in a virtual space just to kind of give people a way to shop multiple vendors and she um, is going to keep it going. So we're definitely going to keep participating in that. Um, coming up in February, we have the safe space market that's being put on by Andy from Damn Jam and um, also uh, River City Selections, Taylor. And so that will be every Friday in the month of February and that's over at the Lakeside Market. So we'll have product there along with a ton of other vendors and then people can just kind of go in and shop the multiple vendors and not have to worry about, you know, it being too crowded and everything else. Um, and then um, I do have an online shop. It's carmelitas.square.site. The, the link is always for the most part in my bio on Instagram. Um, and then uh, every once in a while, I'll take things off the site and kind of give myself time to catch up and things like that. So that can be yeah. a little confusing. But for the most part, um, Instagram is kind of where I will always like lay it out on the line about like what's going on and um, like what pop ups are coming up. I have a pop up coming up next Saturday at Blue Bee Cidery. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm like attempting to make that like a semi-permanent home. I don't know if they realize. Um, <laughs> I told them to, I, will, I will come back here as many times as you all will allow me to come back. So I have, I have a couple of pop-ups scheduled with them. Um, and then with everything kind of being in limbo, we'll just leave it at that as far as like being in person again and, and stuff like that. But yeah, we, we're going to try to get into some more stores to give more people the opportunity to discover and to try without having to, you know, do anything too crazy in this COVID, COVID era. So, so what advice would you give listeners about starting a business? Um, just like what we were talking about earlier, like don't wait until it's perfect because it's probably never going to be perfect. Right. And if that's what you're waiting for, then you're never going to start. And just, you know, definitely be yourself. That is something too, I think a lot of us struggle with, with, you know, just interaction in general and, yeah. you know, social anxiety is a real big thing, it is a real but it's also kind of like, you know, yeah, but being yourself is an endearing quality. It is. And, um, I love you. It's <laughs> something that I think people should. I think that's something people should lean into, especially when creating their business, because it's like, who are you creating your business for? Right. Yeah. So it's like, you kind of have to think about that. And then don't compare yourself. Stop comparing to Preach. the highlight reels. I am still learning myself. I'm talking to myself. I'm not going to be the pot <laughs> calling the kettle black. Not today. Because oh, comparison is what? The thief of joy. And we all know that. So it's, it's like, and in, in utilizing the social media, use it to your advantage, but don't Absolutely. let it use you and Ooh. don't let it get you to a point where you feel like you're not doing enough or you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing because right. other people are doing what you feel like is more. Right. And also followers do not equal sales. Hey. Ooh. <laughs> hey. Yo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andrea, I love your story. I love that it it's 
the passion comes from your love for your child. I think that's right. beautiful. And I love what you're teaching her. You're showing her, you know, what a woman can do out here. I'm proud of you. I'm rooting for you. And also, I just hope the listeners caught these gems you were dropping. Right. <laughs> I really do. You ready for the game? I got to pass them on. I picked them up along my way. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Would you rather this or that? Ceiling fan or fireplace? Ooh, that's hard. <laughs> I'm going to say ceiling fan, though. And that's only because I get hot very easily. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Would you rather be gossiped about or never talked about at all? Oh, I'm really sensitive, but I would still rather be gossiped about because then at least I'm being talked about, period. Because, you know, at some point, something. you're either going to find out it's not true or you're going to find out something It could that be true. Know, I mean, hey. <laughs> All right. This or that, lobster or steak? Oh, lobster. Lobster? Okay, I'm a ribeye girl, but okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Would you rather hear the good news or the bad news first? Ooh, the bad news. Okay. And I'm with you. Especially if I know there's bad news, my brain won't make way to hear anything else until I get the bad out of the way. I feel you. <laughs> well, the bad news is this episode is over. But the good news <laughs> is it was a great one. <laughs> Thank you so much for <laughs> thank you so much for being on the podcast, Andrea. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. So tell the listeners how can they reach you? All right. So you can reach me on any of my Carmelitas platforms, mostly Instagram. Like I said, that's where I put everything on the line. That's Carmelitas.rva. Um, I do have a Facebook page for Carmelitas. And I will be completely honest and say that I use it through Instagram. So um, go, back to, go back to Instagram. <laughs> right, right. Go back to Instagram. Um, if you have any questions, you know, obviously comments are always welcomed. And, you know, I encourage people to leave comments, especially if they have questions or email me. Um, the DMs, though, will get lost in the shuffle because Instagram is real petty about not sending out notifications like it should and so sometimes stuff gets lost in that general pile and i'm like i don't need i don't yeah, i don't know like where these three different from. messages I'm like, now i feel like a terrible person i'm so into yes. it i'm checking all of them <laughs> you know, like, the, the first time i discovered that general category i was like what is going on here what is this all right thank you andrea yeah, you're welcome, guys. Thank you. <laughs> hey, this is the Ground Up Podcast. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Leave a review. Hey, and go follow us on Instagram at the Ground Up Podcast. Let's go. That was a really good episode. Like a lot of the things you said resonated with me. <laughs> <laughs>